0: Hey guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope you're all having an amazing week. I am having a pretty good week myself, I have to say. Let's get into some new things with me because there are some new things. First and foremost, I had an amazing Valentine's Day weekend this past weekend. It was so good. I told you guys that I was doing a staycation with my boyfriend. We stayed at a really nice hotel that connects to a really big mall here, which was so nice and fun. We could shop in the mall during the day. We ordered room service, watched movies, just had a really great chill time. But now we we're back to reality living working on that grind and i have something so exciting to share with you guys typically peachy and myself was featured on shoutout la such an honor i love the platform i think it's really great if you guys don't know what it is it's basically like a platform for other creators other people that have businesses or they're entrepreneurs or they're starting their own thing they just shout out each other giving people that recognition and an opportunity for other people to find some really cool talent around their area so shout out la it was super awesome to be featured if you guys want to check out the article And all that I answered in that article, please go check it out on their website, shoutoutla.com. Or also you can go to @typicallypeachy on Instagram and on the last Instagram post, I put the link for you guys. So definitely check it out. It was a really exciting opportunity and I'm so grateful. Now let's get into what's hot because I have so many things that I am so excited to speak about this week. There is a lot of hot gossip, hot news in the ether right now. Let's get into it. Taylor Swift... Her first re-recorded song is out, Love Story, Taylor's Version. It is here, and the re-recorded Fearless album is following on April 9th. For all the Swifties out there, this is such exciting news. We're finally getting her music back. We're getting her re-recorded albums. It seems like from start to finish, she did start with Fearless, which is an interesting choice. But I think a really smart one. There are some really amazing songs on that album. And I feel like they're maybe the most well-known songs. So I am very excited that that's the first one that she's starting with. It'll be interesting to see which one she does next. Next on the What's Hot list, Royal News another royal baby in the house. Very exciting. Meghan and Harry are welcoming another newborn into their life. Archie is going to be a big brother. That is so exciting. I love royal news. I just think they're so interesting. It's literally like the celebrity culture of England. I just find it so fascinating. I find Meghan and Harry's story so fascinating. The fact that they stepped away from the royal family to do their own thing. Super crazy. Never really been done before like how they Did it. And now there's another baby, and it's going to be so interesting to see how those kids grow up, what they're going to be like, if they're going to go back to the royal family, if they're going to stay more on the same path as Meghan and Harry. I'm here for it. I'm here for their growing family. Absolutely love to see it, and we'll be following that progression every step of the way. Now, let's shift over into the royalty of the United States, which is celebrities, okay? We all know it. We all love it. We're all obsessed with it. Celebrity culture which is a part of our next What's Hot story for this week. New York Times presents Framing Britney Spears, the documentary, the miniseries on Hulu that everyone's been talking about. It's just one episode of a larger series that the New York Times is doing, and it's so interesting. Everything with this free Britney movement, if you don't even know what it is, let me just start out by saying it's crazy. It's so in-depth. There are so many different pieces of it. But this documentary definitely did break it down. And if you have never heard of the Free Britney movement before, you don't know what's going on in Britney Spears' life right now, I would suggest you watch it because it's easy. It's like an hour long and honestly you can get really informed really quickly about the whole thing. And it is just a very unique situation and very relevant to our celebrity culture. I feel like it has so much to say about how we perceive celebrities, what we think their life is like and what it actually is like, and how those two things can be completely different. So the Free Britney movement, first and foremost, what it really is, it's advocating for the ending of her conservatorship. Which, if you don't know what a conservatorship is, totally fair because I don't think that anyone even had that word on their radar unless you're maybe a lawyer before this movement existed. But a conservatorship gives someone else the control of their life. So Brittany has been under a conservatorship for the past 12 years and she has said that she refuses to work until her father Jamie is no longer in control of her career. Now, the whole thing with Jamie, who's her dad, who's in control of her life right now, is crazy. There are so many layers to that. And I think the most important one is the money aspect. Because in my opinion, that is what makes it so, so messy. The point of a conservatorship is really to help people that need help because they can't help themselves. That's why it's usually seen in like elderly people or people that aren't able to provide for themselves anymore that need extra life care. Britney while she may need that she's still able to tour like she's still able to do these very high functioning things which is crazy that she would be under a conservatorship for so long and also one that is so strict like she can't do anything without it being approved she can't handle her own finances people can't go and see her it's so strict which is what makes it seem so strange like the fact that she can tour she can work she can do all of these grueling hours she can make exorbitant amounts of money she can have a recurring show happening every single night in vegas like i'm sorry there's something a little bit fishy about that and again jamie her father the documentary said He was like a non-existent in her life prior to when he kind of needed to quote-unquote step in to fix her problems, which is another really odd thing. Like if you're not going to be present at all and then all of a sudden you're there, he could have good intentions. I don't know any of these people. It just seems a little bit like interesting timing is all for somebody to really step into your life full time and have full control over it. And when you think about that more, it's really sad to think that he wasn't a bigger presence in her life. Especially from watching this documentary, I felt like she did not have that much guidance in her life. She was a young teenage star that rose to fame so quickly baby one more time was her first single think about that literally the first single that she ever did blew up it was a multi-platinum album that's insane especially then that's crazy and she was so young and so moldable and so shaped by those around her in the documentary they talk a lot about the paparazzi and the paparazzi's role within her life And you can see how much that played a toll on her life. She did not know how to be in the spotlight, going from living in a small town to just being thrown into this, having cameras in your face all the time. Not to mention, this was at the root of when paparazzi were ruling the celebrity life the celebrity culture they were showing everything this was when social media was non-existent so if you wanted to get news about your celebrities you had to look to tabloids that's why these pictures were selling for so much and that's what motivated the paparazzi to be in these people's faces 24 7 which is crazy and sad but the reality is is that everyone loves a demise of a shining star It's the truth. That's why it's sold. That's why all of those pictures of her shaving her head or going crazy sold to the public because that's what people wanted to see. They wanted to see somebody that was this ideal image go down. There was a quote from the documentary that said there was too much money to be made off of her suffering, and that was so true. I mean, think about her mental health. That wasn't even talked about at all. No one seemed to care about the fact that this young girl was going through all of this. The public deemed it as insane, and then that was that. She's insane. She's crazy. That's it. But what about the actual mental health element behind that? What about the fact that there was probably some real-life instability there that she needed help with? Doctors, like medical professionals. There was none of that. And then when you get into like later in the documentary and they're telling you that they wanted this conservatorship to be a hybrid business model is highly concerning. The point was to protect, not to profit. That is the whole point of a conservatorship. So if you get the person in charge saying No, I think we should turn it into half and half, like half business model, half protection. Red flag, like huge, huge, huge red flag, everybody. I don't know. The whole thing is so interesting. If you want to do a deep dive in this, again, the documentary is a great place to start, especially because this is ongoing. Like this has not stopped. This is the current update as of last week. A Los Angeles judge Thursday sided with Britney Spears' legal team in giving a third party equal power to her father in managing the 39-year-old pop star's finances. Her father, Jamie Spears, had objected to an earlier ruling, which he claimed lessened his control over the estate. So like I said again it's so money driven for him, that seems so clear. My two cents, as always, just my opinions here, but let me know what you guys think because I wanna know, I wanna track this, I wanna have a conversation about it, so DM me about it if you have thoughts and opinions about the Free Britney movement in general. Okay, now that I'm done ranting about that, I had to get it off my chest because that was a big piece of content that I could not wait to talk about, so we did it, there we go, now let's get into what's good. First, from Aritzia, I got a new sweatshirt, it's a really cute like mint green color, it's from the brand TNA, I love it so much, it's so soft, it's like a little bit of a thicker material which I really like, and also, I feel like all of my sweatshirts are insanely oversized, and this sweatshirt actually fits me really nice, so something new to add to the wardrobe. Next, also from Aritzia, I got some biker shorts, and they are white guys i know that black biker shorts are all the rave they love them they wear them they rock them i have them too you can wear them with so much but white is also where it's at they're so cute and it might not be the first color that you think of you might be like i'm gonna get them dirty but trust me they're so cute and worth it next is the present that my boyfriend got me for valentine's day i am obsessed if you don't have one you need to get it for yourself or you need to ask somebody in your life to splurge for you this is a barefoot dreams robe it is so soft you guys i know everyone raves about the blankets imagine that but in the form of a robe to hug your body to make it warm and cozy and cuddleable i don't know if that's a word but it is now i love it so much i'm so thankful for it next up is a winter hat that I actually got for my boyfriend. It's called the My Sun Tower Traper hat. It has a face mask and some faux fur that's so soft. The face mask, I think, is like the best part of it because it's an attached face mask. The times that we're living in, I mean, why would you not want that? It's an all-in-one. It'll keep you warm, especially if you live in a treacherously cold state like me right now next on what's good is a book this is the book that me and my book club read for this month i know that i said that i was going to mention it to you guys a little while back but we had to postpone the book club a little bit so i thought i would wait until we're actually going to discuss it that week so that is this week the book is american dirt by jeanine cummins american dirt is a 2020 novel about the ordeal of a mexican woman who had to leave behind her life and escape as an undocumented immigrant to the united states with her son Now guys my initial review it's a really good book. It's a very important story. It has a lot in there that I think a lot of people maybe are a little bit oblivious to. They don't even know that this world or any of these possible experiences exist and while it's a fictional story some of the things in there they really happen. So I'm not saying that this is a historical book but stories like these I definitely believe need to be shared. Now saying that There was a lot of controversy surrounding this book, specifically because the author is not of Mexican descent. In my opinion, I feel that all stories have the ability to be told. I think that they should be told. I think that artists shouldn't be limited by the words that they are able to write. That being said, I think that it is the publisher's great responsibility to choose the stories to be published. To choose the people that are telling those stories. The people that have experience or are of that descent or anything like that. I don't know who else has written a story like this. I don't know if it has been as powerful. I have no idea. But publishers do know that. Publishers see stories all the time. They see different works come across their desk all the time. They have the opportunity to lift that artwork up. They have the opportunity to have those voices be heard. I thought it'd be interesting if I read to you guys the statement that Flatiron Books, the publishing house, put out when all of this controversy was going down. So I'm going to read you guys a paragraph from this statement that Bob Miller, the president and publisher of Flatiron Books made. He said, The fact that we were surprised is indicative of a problem, which is that in positioning this novel we failed to acknowledge our own limits. The discussion around this book has exposed deep inadequacies in how we at Flatiron Books address issues of representation both in books we publish and in the teams that work on them. We are committed to finding new ways to address these issues and the specific publishing choices underlying this publication and feel an obligation to our colleagues, readers, and authors alike. On a more specific scale, we made serious mistakes in the way we rolled out this book. We should never have claimed that it was a novel that defined the migrant experience. We should not have said that Janine's husband was an undocumented immigrant while not specifying that he was from Ireland. We should not have had a centerpiece at our bookseller dinner last May that replicated the book jacket so tastelessly. We can now see how insensitive those and other decisions were, and we regret them. So obviously, this is a statement that came after all of that backlash. It's definitely interesting to be addressed to make publishers kind of just like look into what they're doing, what they're choosing, who they're hiring. It's a bigger issue for sure, but I will give credit where it's due. The book was good. The book did go into depth about a lot of things, but either way, it's a really interesting conversation to have with people. So if you've read the book, talk about it past the conversation about what's just in the book. Because there's a lot of stuff surrounding it, a lot of layers about it, and a lot of different opinions. Because this is a huge conversation about what artists can and can't do. And it's definitely a very interesting, tricky one to have. So I challenge you guys to have the conversation with people that you know and love in a respectful way. Okay, last on What's Good, finally, are three songs for you guys. One, to pay homage to our great Britney Spears, Lucky, love this song hadn't heard it in a really long time but then thought about it so yeah one is lucky by britney spears two american cliche by phineas and three sunday Fun Day" by Toledo. all amazing songs check them out all right guys to round out this podcast we have our need to know basis section and i'm gonna hop right into it i am talking this week about the highlighted topic that i answered for shout out la and that is how do you define success I am going to first and foremost read you guys my answer, what I said to shout out LA, and then just dive a tiny bit deeper into it for you all. So here you go, quoting myself. Success is an extremely powerful concept that has the ability to hold us back or propel us forward. The mere idea of success is attached to the idea of making it, of feeling that you have reached maximum potential. For me, success is about taking action in your individual pursuit just one step every day. Success is to start. Success is to continue to go. Success is to never stop. Success is to learn from your accomplishments and failures, to recognize that there is always space to grow, and to never max out on making it. End quote. I feel like success is something that we are talking about constantly from the day that we learn the word until essentially the rest of our lives. I feel like it is constantly top of mind. We are always thinking about how we're gonna make it in the world how we are going to reach the pinnacle of it all, how is everything that we've learned and worked up to, how is it going to reach this point for us? How are we going to be able to say one day that we are here, that everything was worth it, that we put all of our efforts into it? And as cliche as it sounds, I feel like we miss a lot of the journey when we think that way. When we think that there's this one moment, this one moment in time where that's going to be it and we're going to know that everything was worth it. That, I just don't feel like is a healthy way to think about success. I mean, think about every single thing that you've accomplished in your life, those are all success points. Every single thing. The fact that you start to do anything is a success point. The fact that you push yourself in any kind of capacity is a success point. The fact that you lift somebody else up, even if you're not feeling the best yourself, that's a success point. It's not just about this ultimate goal, this ultimate end destination. I think that as soon as we stop telling ourselves that this invisible metric of success is out there, that if we just get it, if we can just touch it, then we're going to be golden. I think that just needs to go out the door. That's when we're going to be happier. That's when we start seeing every single point in our life as an accomplishment. Because I really do feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit on the day to day, on the little things, on the stupid things that we don't think are anything, but they really are. I know sometimes for me, I'm like doing something at work. I did it, I accomplished it, but that's just my job. But it's like, no, just because it is your job doesn't mean that's not a successful thing that you did. Doesn't mean that you reached that amount of success for that day, for that moment, for that project. It's success in doses. It's success in the everyday life. Being happy and being happy for others and being satisfied on a daily basis on not constantly striving for the next. I think that is success. That is something that we can all work on. And honestly, I think this definition is ever changing. It is what it means to you in that moment in time. Success is very different for everybody, but I just think that we should give ourselves a little bit more leeway in what it means to get there. If we stop idealizing it so much, we can enjoy it a little bit more. That's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that you love the article. If you read it, read it, read it, read it. I really want you guys to see what I have to say to realize why I started this, what the process behind it was like, how many different changing forms our art can take and why it matters to just keep going. All of these things I lay out in the article. And obviously, I talk to you guys about them all the time too. So double the content. We love it. Thank you guys again. Don't stress about success. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.